Hello, everyone, and Hello. welcome to the ninth, number nine episode of Bulls in the Ring podcast. I'm here with my uh, podcasting partner in life, emotionally and physically, Joe. Hello. Joe, say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> How's everyone doing this week? What are you smoking tonight, Joe? I am smoking a... I'm changing up this week. I'm smoking a Man of War. Man of War. Very like good cigar. I like it very much. It's a very good cigar. Very heavy. Yes. I, yeah, I'm going to be feeling it tomorrow. You're jumping on the... Uh, on my band bandwagon of... Uh, yeah, well, I, I wanted to go outside the box this week and get out of my comfort zone, and uh, this is a big big day for me. If you turn green <laughs> like Beyonce in the picture last week on Instagram, <laughs> we'll have to... Uh, We'll have to get you some water. Yes. And your stomach pumps. Well, I got no, I got water right here. Right, all right. We're, we're good. What are you smoking? I am smoking a Macanudo. Very nice. Yeah, tra- changing it up a little. Okay. Changing it up. Okay. So, uh, how was your week? My week was uneventful. <laughs> that's how, that's, I am learning to see that married life yep, you're is you're married very now. uneventful. You're, you're married now. We come home, actually, well, this is not really newsworthy, uh, we're taking a little break from the Goldbergs, and now we're rewatching Dawson's Creek together. So oh, okay. this is a little step back Are you back a Casey guy, or are you a Dawson guy? Um, and <laughs> I guess we're going to go into this. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I liked Pacey at the beginning, but then Pacey started annoying me as the show went on, I remember. Oh, okay. But now I'm rewatching it, so now I'm going to see how an adult version of myself handles Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. And how was your week? I'm in a great mood. You want to know why I'm in a great mood? This is a rare day. Great mood. I'm happy. For people who don't think I'm happy, I just want to let you know that I am very happy. I am happy for you. I'm happy you're happy for me. (laughs) Why are you so happy? I'm happy because I am now a victorious coach. I had had my soccer game on Saturday. My girls came through. We won five to two. And even my daughter scored, so it was wow. uh, yeah, it was very very big game. We they all played good. I was very excited about them. You know, it was uh, it was a team effort. Everyone played excellent, so I'm very proud of my girls. Very nice. And uh, I don't know how we're gonna do this week because it is supposed to rain Saturday. Oh, so yeah, but you play in the rain or shine. I thought for soccer, these are girls. There, they don't want to get wet. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one. Well, with sports, we also have something very exciting happening tonight, but for those listening, it will be in the past. Yes, yeah, so uh, by the time you're listening to this, this will all be somewhat over, and they're moving shit. That's why you hear a lot gate. Anyway, it's the NFL football draft tonight. Yes. Uh, my Giants are drafting number two. I'm very nervous who they're going to get. And the my team, the Steelers, are drafting like 483. Do you, like, I've noticed with the, like, this is the first time since probably, I think when the Giants got Manning was last time they were, like, somewhat high. Like, I never really cared about the draft before because the Giants were always, like, that middle-of-the-road team. They always had, like, pick 15 or, like, they never really got anybody that great. Like, oh, yeah. there wasn't, like, a lot of hype around their pick. No. So, like, you Jets fans, you probably had... 15 years worth of, of uh, anxi- yeah, anxiety during the draft. <laughs> I know You're a few people who are Jets fans that might have ripped their hair out. Oh, or, I'm sure they are currently bald. But so, but you have the same problem I do because the Steelers always make the playoffs. Yeah. And they always go somewhat far. I think like four years ago, four or five years ago, might have been five years ago, they uh, they actually, um, I think we're like seven and nine. Okay. They, they didn't have a winning season. They didn't make the playoffs. But that year they had traded away their draft pick, so they still didn't have anyone in the first oh, really? round. So it was just kind of like when I watched the first round of the draft, and um, last year's was actually very exciting. We, we were actually away. We were in Florida when the draft was taking place. We were on vacation, and pre you know mock draft showed that we might get TJ Watt, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, we get him. So it was a very exciting kickoff to the vacation. When was the last time the Steelers were high? Was it when Ben got drafted? It probably would have been, yeah. And what that, class was I mean, that, 04? That was... Was, the same, was that wasn't the same year Eli Manning got drafted, I think was it was. It? Yeah, I think it was Manning, um, Rivers. Rivers. and Oh, maybe it was Big yeah. Ben then. Okay, so that was, and that was 2004, 2005, so... Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. But, so you have really nothing to look for tonight. <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna draft a D-backer, a linebacker, because it's what we do every single year. Yeah. So uh, when you go that low, that's for, yeah. or some wide receiver that's like fourth string. I mean, I just get nervous like they would 
draft a quarterback in the first round, and it's kind of like a first round of waste to pick because I see that the, the top four or five you know quarterbacks are going to go. I think within the first ten picks. Oh, without a doubt. And then you're going to have well, like, I don't know. That was just uh, that's one guy. Was it Allen? Josh Allen? Yeah, he's uh, getting some heat. Yeah. I, it's really this is first of all never put anything on social media. No, I don't care how old you are if you're 15, 16, 25, and, never, ever put anything on Twitter or anything that's going to come back and bite you in the ass one day. Especially if you're playing the sport that you're very good at. Yeah, <laughs> you might where you have can a make future. millions in. It's just it's a bonehead move. And but is it a bonehead move? I mean, you, you got to give him some grace because he was in high school. Yes and no. I mean, you have that God-given talent. I mean, you're that good. You're, you're getting recruited at, as a sophomore in high school to go play for a Division One school. Like, get your shit together. Don't smoke weed. Don't drink. If you're going to do it in the woods where no one can catch you, like, be smart about it. But I, the thing is, but like I'm saying, you don't know, like... I mean, you shouldn't do it anyway. But I think if you did it, it's not like he did it yesterday. He did it, oh, what, yeah. seven years ago? Six, seven years ago? Do you really have to, like, chastise this guy? Well, that's the big thing. And I think a lot of it has come from um, Aaron Hernandez. Okay. A lot of, like, the character that he did back in the day had come back to show that he was a piece of shit. Right. Um, then you have like Manziel, same thing. Like, you know, yeah, but he's just a constant piece of shit and look what happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't really old tweets that guy him. It was just his dumbass behavior. And well, then there was, uh, um, one of my buddies I work with, he is a uh, Dolphins fan and two, three years ago, um, right before the draft, like within the week of the draft, there were pictures of him surfacing this player like making a uh it was like a gas mask like bong and he's smoking right beforehand and like he was supposed to be a, a high-end pick and ended up like dropping I remember very that. very low yeah i remember it's that like it's, let's put it this way you're in high school i would maybe as a coach or someone like that <laughs> that was just we'll, we'll explain this in a minute <laughs> if you if you can if we can pick it up but if you're in high school and you have the chance Maybe lay back, maybe make smarter decisions with it. But if you're in college and you're in, um, you know, a, a division one school that's, you know, a top 25 team, cut the shit. Yeah. Like, get off of it. And that's one thing, like, with the um, West Point being very close to us, they, like, don't let them go on there. Like they, they, none of these, none of these cadets have really social media accounts for the most part. If they do, they're like very secretive. They don't post stuff. You don't see a lot of it. So it's like, to me, stay off of it. This is, this is your future. Yeah. You know, it, it, and it goes for everything. Look at politics. Look at Anthony Weiner. Look at like all these idiots that just stay off social media. Yeah. Stop. That's how you get caught. You know, I don't make a lot of money, but I wouldn't do something stupid to jeopardize my job by, you know, we, we have policies at work where you can't go on social media and bash, you know, the the company. You can't do things like that. Why would you do that? But that's to the thing. It's, com- it's, yourself? it's common sense. Like that's like, like I remember hearing a while ago this this woman put on Facebook how much she hates her boss, how much she hates her job, and then she someone ratted her out that she's putting all this shit on Facebook and she got fired. Oh yeah. Like what? Like you're not untouchable. Oh yeah. Why would you? Why would you do some that fucking stupid? Well, even you know even I mean? even this week, um, she used to be the commissioner of I think the Port Authority, and her daughter got pulled over, mm-hmm. and she pulls up to the car stop, and there's two cops there, and I think it was down in Teaneck, New Jersey, and she like says like, "Do you know who I am?" And you know, you 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 can shut the fuck up, shit like that. Like, what? Like, hmm. why would you do that? One, why would you? Why would you? you How you, old was the daughter? I would say a teenager, so she, you know, she, a she's younger a, she's kid. A fucking dumbass. That's why. She but did this it. is the mom who did it. <clears throat> oh, the mom did it. This is the mom who did it. Who was like the commissioner of the Port Authority. Oh, yeah. Like boner move. Like, why would you ever, ever put your job on the line? Like I said, I, 
I don't make a lot of money, but I would never, ever do something stupid like that. Right. So to me, doing something like that is just. You suck. <laughs> jackass. Yeah, that's all I can say about that. Uh, that's that's pretty much sums that up. But getting back to the draft. Yes. Who do you think is going to be the first round pick? Uh, it doesn't be uh, Darnold, but I, I don't think so. Now they're saying it's, uh, oh God, um, his name escapes me. So is it uh, Baker Mayfield? Yes, him. Thank okay. you. They're, they're now they're saying the Browns might draft him. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, if I was the Browns, I'd just not draft the quarterback. I, I saw some post and it's it kind of I think I said I think I sent it to you this week and it gave a rundown of like what each draft will be <laughs> yeah. and the draft for the the, the Browns at number one was one hundred percent guaranteed bust yeah and it's it's kind of true like it had this this draft has whoever gets drafted has Ryan Leaf written all over him oh yeah because he's gonna be hyped. He's playing for a shit team mm-hmm. that's going to go nowhere probably for – who knows? They've been bad for like 20 years now. It's it just – I feel bad for that. I don't think anyone wants to go number one. <laughs> no. If I was the Browns though, you have two picks in the top four. There's like legit four good quarterbacks. Right. And one great running back. If I was the Browns, I would take Barkley at number one. You got your running back now. And no matter, and, you know and, that they might. That's not a bad. It would shake idea. a lot of things up. It would. It would definitely cause a lot of teams where they think it's going to have to think now differently. Right. I would definitely do that because now you're almost guaranteed to get a quarterback. You're going to get a quarterback. Yeah, you are. Yeah, because there's three quarterbacks everyone's talking about. You're going to get one yeah, of those three. It's Josh Allen, Josh. Not or, a uh, bad strategy, guy. Actually, <laughs> gonna. That's that's what I would do. I would take Barkley. You're gonna have the Giants taking a quarterback, whether it be um, whether it be you know May, uh, Mayfield or May, yeah, Mayfield, yeah Mayfield, um, Allen, Darno. It, you're gonna get one of them. The Jets are gonna take a quarterback because that's what the Jets do. They're they're almost they like <laughs> they're almost like the second tier Browns on this. And I know I know <laughs> we have a, we, a lot of our friends are, yes. are Jets fans, but it's true. We're, we're, it's they, true. They, and they know it's true. They, yeah. You, you can't you can't deny it. And then the Browns come up again. If I was them, I would do that. And if I was the Giants, I, I don't know how the draft class is looking next year, but I don't pay enough attention. Yeah, to I, I don't. Enough. But if there was a good enough quarterback then, or a good enough class where you can maybe get one, I would maybe take a flyer. If the Browns don't take Barkley at number one, I would mm-hmm. take him at number two because now you at least have your you, you have a running back. And even though it's a passing game anymore, you need a running back to keep a defense honest. And yes. he he's lights out by far one of the better ones. Oh yeah. So, you know, like I said, I, that would just be me. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, should be interesting. I'm I'm nervous. I really hope the Giants get Barkley because I think the Giants haven't had a good running back in a long, long time, and it's it's such a big sore spot for them. Because oh, yeah. all they can do right now is throw the ball. That's all they do. So the the defense knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. Their running backs suck. Their O line. Well, they improved their O line a little bit. Um, hopefully that'll continue to improve. But that's my hope for tonight: is that Barkley gets drafted by the Giants. Yeah. I, I don't know. Now that you're saying you made a very good point, and now I'm thinking maybe that's how and, the Browns are going to go. I and don't, the Browns, the Browns have had an excellent offseason. An excellent offseason. I think yeah. if they can, I think if they get Barkley and a quarterback, they could be the second best team in the North. What I've kind of read though about, I've, you know, because I always get alerts about the Giants, and you know, there's always uh, some something written up, especially with like this past week, and they're saying that drafting a running back like Barkley would be worse than drafting a quarterback because his stock would go up to the point where by the time his contract's up and is renewing it, his his price will skyrocket if he's that good. So now you have to worry about, like, well, do we keep him and, and lose someone else? Or do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I mean... the So I'm just saying the Browns might run into something like that where, like, you have two great guys. One's not being kept after a couple of years. 
but the Browns do have a million, I mean, a million draft picks coming up. They, they they've do. Been, they've been stockpiling for years. I mean, they, they could essentially have a team that's like an average age of 24. I mean, they, they have that many young but guys. The on thing it. is that the Browns are historically bad. Oh, yeah. Even before they moved to Well, that's the thing. You know, they, you know what, though? You, that was the problem. I think if the Browns – think about it. If the oh, Browns, they would have won the Super Bowl. They would, Browns would have won a Super no, Bowl. No, because that was a Browns team. That was the Browns team. It was, what, a couple of years after they moved? Yeah, it moved. was right after they moved. Yeah, so it, that was a Browns – I always felt bad for Cleveland. Not too bad, but – they pretty much lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Like that team moved, and then two or three years later, they won a Super Bowl. You talk about a kick to the balls and just shit Uh-oh. on your face. Bad luck. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I said, my expectation for the uh, the thing is, I'd like to see, I'd like to see a little bit of help on the O line. I think we've gotten much better, but you're talking about the Steelers. Steelers. Then. Okay. Yep. Pouncey's getting a little bit older. I know he, he he might be like 30-ish now. He's had a lot of injuries lately. Um, I would like to see that maybe something, you know, an interior lineman. Um, but again, it, it's going to be it's going to be a linebacker or a, or a D-back. That's just it's what they do. No, they don't really need any help. I mean, Ben's not going anywhere for a couple more years. And then, <sighs> you know what, though? I mean, he had the talk. I mean, I think if if say by some miracle. And I mean, we're talking a miracle. That miracle, miracle. Okay. That one of these good quarterbacks ever, by all draft them. And I don't get why a lot of teams don't do this. Is the whole Packers way of doing it? Brett Favre was still in his prime. Mm-hmm. They draft Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers sits the bench for like two seasons, learns, gets mentored comes in. The Packers have been good for like 25 straight years. There's a debate that Aaron Rodgers is better than Brett Favre. And it's and it's I it's not just one source I've heard that from. I've heard that from a few places where he's led, I think he's led them to more playoff victories than Favre has. Mhm. I, I mean, I, I haven't cared enough to research this, but that's they're saying that he's he's a better quarterback, especially because Bard threw so many interceptions. That that that's one thing. Um, and you also got to look at the division. You know, yeah. They they had a lot of good. When Brett Favre was there, they had a lot of good teams. And when Rodgers was there, they were definitely the best team in their division. Yeah. You know, you you look at like the Vikings, the Bears. They had very good defenses that the Packers had to play twice a year. So that, that I think, hurt them a little. That's a good point. So that's where, you know, that that 90s Packers team had it worse than the all right, Rodgers all right, team. You're right. They also had more teams to contend with, too, because I think there was, there was only two divisions at that point, right? Oh, I'm sorry, there's three. Three. But I think it was, like, one more team. Yeah, one more in each, so. Okay. All right. Um. So we're moving on. Um... Last week we were talking about all the celebrities that died, and we recorded on we record on Thursday. We post on Saturday, so we missed two really big names that died. Yeah, I mean the hits kept coming there. Yeah, they re- they, like, they were literally dropping there like was flies. A, there was a break on Thursday where no one died, and then bam, you get like two heavy hitters right in a row. Oh yeah, uh, Avicii, who for those of you who were into the EDM world, big name. Mm-hmm. Um. And then on Saturday, Mini Me or uh, Vern Troyer passed away. Big name, little body. Big name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out something in my head to like. Oh, don't worry. I'll come through I, with it. Thank God for your wit. You know, and it, that he really upsets me because <laughs> that made me sad when he when right, I heard he died. Right now, you really only have like one famous midget actor, little person actor anymore. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Willow. Leprechaun, you know, he was an Ewok. He was an Ewok. He was in the Harry Potter movies. Yep. He's the last big midget little name. <laughs> uh, someone made a joke. Actually, I'm going to give credit where it's due. Big Papa made a joke where uh, it, it was it was kind of implied. I don't know if this had um, that mini me. Uh, 
committed suicide. I don't know. I don't think he did. <laughs> so no, no, he did. I think he? I don't know. They, he suffered. He was in the hospital, and I think a lot of it had to do with his alcoholism. But Which was they, like shots. He would just pre- <laughs> yeah. three shots. He'd be done pretty much. But uh, so I said, yeah, it's, they're implying that he killed himself. And then Big Papa asked if he jumped off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, that made me laugh. But uh, we don't know I if don't he know, definitely killed himself. But the other guy did. Yeah. Oh, Aviche did. Yeah, he committed suicide. Oh, really? It came out today. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Don't know how. I. I I heard he was like you know heavy in the pills and booze. He and, alcohol, yeah, big big time alcoholic. And I, I I read somewhere today earlier, obviously than your story, that he for like the past year he was like heavy in the pills to like well, get him through. He took he was trying to take a break from touring because he said he couldn't handle. It's almost I don't want to say it's a direct mirror, but it kind of mirrors Kurt Cobain a little bit. It's another guy who couldn't really handle. They kind of look alike a the little. The popularity. Why? Because they're actually, you know what? Oh, no, he's not. He was 28 when he died. I say he oh. almost joined that 27 club. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, that's a heavy influence club there. Yeah, but uh, it kind of mirrors that you got two guys who could not handle the spotlight and dove into drug, whether it's heroin or alcohol or whatever, and killed themselves. One's debated though. <laughs> Master. What? <laughs> Master. All right, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) The one thing that bothers me about Avicii, I I, I read it today, and they said he had such a, you know, a hard schedule. And in the past eight years, he did like 800 and change shows. Mm -hmm. He worked 100 nights a year. Like, granted, you're on on the stage, you're the center of attention, you're performing. But like... Me and you, we work a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. It, like, that's what annoys me. And this guy's making millions. You like, got... All right. I'm going to... Just for argument's sake... Let's argue. I'm going to... All right. I'm, I have my stand. His... Well, yeah, you're right. It is a hundred... You, you got to think. You're trying to entertain all these people. Your hours are fucked up. You're traveling the world. So you got to think. You're, you're all over the place. Like, you get on an airplane... You go to Timbuktu, you do a show, you hop around the airplane the next morning, you go all the way to California, and it's... It's taxing on the body. Yeah, it's a wear, it wears and tears on you. But, my defense, I work a lot of overtime. I may do overnight shifts. I may do 16-hour shifts. I, I right. So, granted, I'm not traveling all over the place, but I work a lot. That, that, that affects me. Mm-hmm. And if I was making... And I heard he was making like stupid money, oh, stupid yeah. money for these shows. Oh yeah, like just probably what I make in like ten years is what he makes almost in like per show. Like okay. I heard it was like at that level of money. Yeah, I, I I'd fucking suck it up. I don't know. Yeah, you know what though? I think other shit came to play. I, I think he was. Uh, I think he was really depressed. I think, and that, you know, it, it's, yeah, you don't know what someone's going through. And that, that's true. I mean, it's just, any norm, I don't know. Like, you could probably do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I do work like some, a some people, maniac. some people just can't. I don't know. I think when you have all this shit going on in your head and you're all fucked up, like, doing this, and plus you're, I mean, you're doing, he's doing raves. He's not working eight to four. He's doing like 10 o'clock to like three o'clock in the morning. Then you're probably parting your ass off. It's it fuck it fucks you up a little bit. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you you worked overnights for a very long time. Yeah, I worked them. Granted, it's not normal. It's definitely taxing on the body. But yeah. You didn't, uh, and I just look at it this way: like while you were working, while I was working, we didn't have ten thousand people cheering us on. If I had ten thousand people cheering me on doing my job, I would be like a like a rock star out there. I would be. I, I, <laughs> I'd be doing the best that I could. It's like, you, you kind of got to look at it. Like, Wouldn't you want to be like left alone though? Getting back to Andre. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Uh, that's a guy who couldn't hide This anywhere. is how good me and Joe are. We, we connect. We do. Via ESPN. We're very good like that. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> speaking of alcohol, 
this we're, we're about 25 minutes into this podcast and this podcast was going to be a, a special episode but mm-hmm. we like the bullshit hence the name hence the name this is going to be about beer so right. we're gonna i think maybe we should do like a condensed version now because we kind of halfway through our, our we are and scheduled broadcast here yeah and wow. we want to make the draft we do we, we wrote this is you gotta think you know I, I say this to you all the time like we look back at that first episode where we kind of did like we did like 25 minutes mm-hmm. and we were like kind of like you know we struggled a little bit the improvement that we have done give us a little pat on the back because no one else does i'll pat you on the tush okay i'm looking forward <laughs> to that but I mean, I, I think we've come a long way in the nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. We don't sound like blubbering idiots. Well, half the time. Half the time, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get onto this beer thing. Yes. Um, I think we uh, agreed on that we were going to name our five favorites and mm-hmm. our five that we didn't like. Yes. And then maybe if we have some time, talk about like what we used to drink when we were younger compared to now. Oh yeah. So, why do you want to start us off? Or- All right, I'm going to go. Are we going to go? Let's say domestic. If I had to take my favorite domestic beer, it's my go-to. It's when I want to get a, a schnocker on, I do Miller Lite. It's tastes great. Going for it's a, less filling. If you're running a marathon, okay, that, that's mm-hmm. that's why I'm I'm, yeah. I'm I'm talking beer talk. If you want a marathon of drinking, yeah, but it's it's Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Same here. Yeah, that is um, my go-to. If I want to go, if I want to drink. And last a long time, whether at a wedding or – well, we don't party anymore, but when we no. partied, Miller Lite was always the one the one to go to because it goes down really smooth. Yep. You drink a lot of it. You don't know you're drinking a lot of it. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, there's been a few nights where I went, holy shit, there's oh. a lot in the recycling bin. Oh, yeah. Um, it's weird though. Like Miller Lite, I like in both a bottle and a can. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bringing out draft because that's more when you go out. I'm saying, like, me sitting at home. But when it comes to bottles, I like Bud Light. And then out of cans, I like Coors Light. But Miller Light, I can do both. It, it's kind of weird that way. Coors Light, I try it in Boy because it's very um, fizzy. Okay. Uh, uh, carbonated. Carbonated. It's very carbonated. I'm not a big Coors Light. I'll drink it if it's. The only thing available, um, but Miller Light. I usually it's Miller Light, Bud Light. Then you got like distant throw with Coors Light in terms of the three trifectas yeah. of light beer. I know, uh, like PBRs have become very big now. It yeah. has, and it was funny. I always thought PBR was kind of like a white trash kind of beer, <laughs> but it, it's when I used to live up in in the other house. For a while, I was on a big PBR kick. Oh, well, that proves my point. And there you go. You actually get that when you cross the border. You have to actually, they hand you that. Yeah. That and a, uh, you know, a uh, denim tuxedo. Is that all they had up there? No, no, no. I I used to get it on the way home, halfway halfway there. But I drank that a lot. And now when I drink it, I don't really like it. Like, we go to trivia. It's not really my, it's, it just, I don't don't like the taste. It's, I get very bad hangovers from PBR. Yeah. Very bad, like. There's been we've calmed down on trivia a lot, but there were times where we were just like slamming them down. Tables full of empties. I was hurting the next day. Oh, absolutely. And I was at work. (laughs) (laughs) So it sucked. Oh yeah. Oh, there's been a few times like that. (laughs) Let's go international. What is your favorite import? Uh I think I know it. You probably do. It's. It, I love Corona. Corona. Was, I love I Corona. Nice. I used to. I used to just kind of keep Corona as a summertime beer. Yeah. But it's bled over into all seasons. I just. I like it. Again, it's. It's. To me, it goes down smooth, and it, it's gives me a good little buzz after a few of them. Not drunk, but I can get a good buzz after a couple of Coronas. That Mexican piss just goes right through you. <laughs> I'm gonna go like the complete opposite. Of Corona, mm-hmm. and my favorite import would be, and it, it's a twofold one. I like the way it tastes, and also if I'm like the DD where I can't drink a lot, I like this because it's a it's a slow drinking beer. I know what but it is, but you know what it is. See, yeah. we think alike, but I also can drink a lot of these as well. 
I've, I've had, I don't know how you can because yeah, I can. I have one and I'm like full. Yeah, that I can, I can throw them, and that is Guinness. My goodness, yeah. my Guinness, it is delicious. Guinness is something I have to be in the mood to drink. It's not something if I see it, I gotta drink it. I gotta be in a specific mood because it's so filling, mm-hmm. and especially if I'm about to have like a meal, like a burger, I cannot have a heavy beer like that. It just it it will not sit well. Interesting fact about me: for as much as I do like beer. I really don't like drinking when I'm eating. It's not something I like to do. Depends what it is. Yeah. If I'm having a burger, I love having a beer with a burger. Probably the only thing that but I... But not eat. heavy. Yeah. A Stella. Um, any of the light beers, Miller Light, Bud Light, whatever. That I can drink. But that's really as, like... As far as I go, like if I'm having pizza, I don't like I don't like beer with pizza. See, I like beer with pizza. That's probably the only. I like thing. having a coke with pizza or and, some kind of soda. And like seafood, will not drink a beer. I won't drink a beer for like three hours after. I say I don't, but I have. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing I don't. Yeah, but yeah. I, so my international, I would say, would be Guinness. Okay. Now, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Okay. What is your favorite? Uh. Seasonal beer. I think we're going to agree on this one as well. Probably. It would be uh, Oktoberfest Sam Adams. Mine too. Also, Saranac Pumpkinhead. Which, yes, you brought me on to this at Trivia. and Love that beer. It was really good. Really, really good. Um, Like I said, with that, I also like Sam Adams Winter Lager. I could... Hate Winter Lager. Really? Hate it. See, I, I don't like it, and I don't know why. And I've tried so many times, thinking my taste would change. I don't. I just. I don't like it. I don't like it. But uh, that pumpkin head was turned on to me by someone I used to work with, who used to always rave about this beer. He bought one in for me, and he's like, get, "Drink this when you get home. Like, you know, put it in the fridge for a couple." Oh, I thought hours. you were drinking at work. No, <laughs> <laughs> that would be what we were talking about earlier about doing something stupid. <laughs> But yeah, there was no turning back after that. Now, yeah. like, as soon as that that fall beer comes out, it's one of the two I always look for. That's, th- and that's the thing. Like, in the summer, it's refreshing to have a beer. But I like, for me, the most refreshing thing is a water. I, I just I like having that. But when it comes to fall and the fall beers, I could just I, I could just drink that all day long. It's just between you know, like I said, the Oktoberfests, the pumpkin heads, any of the pumpkin type beers. Um, any of the thicker beers, like a porter, it, it it just the the coolness of the weather. It just it's so good. It's I agree. just I started a little tradition myself because now these fall beers come out in August. I like to watch the very first Giants game of the season and crack open Oktoberfest. I've done it the past couple. It's my it's my my favorite time of year. It kicks off with right. a crack of that beer and a Giants game. Then if they lose. I have like four more after that. <laughs> so you must drink a lot. It, uh, last year, I, last year I did. <laughs> now, by us where we live in New York, but especially in our region in the Hudson Valley, there is a huge explosion of craft beers. Right. A lot of like you know microbreweries, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I partake in a lot of them. Um, I don't know if you do that with. Do they have any on Long Island? I know you travel down there a lot. Do they? Do you ever go to like a brewery down there? No, not really. I, I if I see something that catches my eye, I'll get it. Or I know I know Big Papa loves the craft beer, so sometimes mm-hmm. like he'll like tell me about something, and I'll like make it a point to go out and get it. Okay. Um, but I'm not really. They're so hit or miss. Yeah, it, it, it's. It's definitely the brewer's thing. They're so you're not drinking. There, there'd be like you have like one, maybe two of, and like mm-hmm. you call it a day. So like you, you, this category of micro brews, you don't have a specific one that you. No, not really. Okay, not really. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I, I go. You know this. I go to um, one of the local breweries a lot. It's uh, the Pine Island Brewery. It's like a right up the road for me, and. They have – I haven't had a beer from them that has not been outstanding. I mean they, they they just come through. So I can't specifically say an individual beer is my favorite just yet. Okay. We'll get to that category in a second. Right. But 
for microbreweries, <clears throat> they are my absolute favorite. I just, I, I got my growlers. I go in there like a, like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> I, I'm in there like I'm banging on the door for them to open up. Especially during football season. And they say it's only nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I bring out my lawn chair, I grab a few smokes, and I sit in there, I wait. They're rolling in the kegs and I say, Can I get it now? And they're like, No drunk. <laughs> and then finally when they do open, I'm the first one in. But um That's kind of sad. To some people. <laughs> to me it's normal. <laughs> but right? th- they're mine. All right, since you don't have a microbrew, mm-hmm. and this isn't really technically, I guess you could say beer, but it's along the alcoholic carbonated-ish beverage. Are you a cider guy? Yes. Okay. Yes. I love, um, I cannot think of the name of it, the Warwick Winery. I don't even think they have it anymore, but they had a cherry apple cider that I fucking loved. I think I've had that. I, I never see it there anymore. And I mean, I haven't been there in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one that's literally right up the road for me. Yeah, it is. I, I, I'm in like the... Did I ever tell you... I got, a, I got a really bad story about the winery, which we'll get to another time. But uh, Yeah, I got one too, and it's... I don't know if I should say it. Does it have to do with the bathroom there? No, no, no. Oh, mine has to do with the bathroom there. No, this has to do with maybe about... Yeah, it would be about 20 years ago. Oh, no, mine was like four or five years ago. But they also put out... Speaking of them being a very good um, cider, I love their pumpkin cider. That's them, really good too. That it, th- good. there's a tie with them, and it they both and Naked Flock, <laughs> which is another one right close to us, and they have a pumpkin one, and they both taste great, but they're different ends of the pumpkin. Okay, one is like a sweet pumpkin, where one is more like I would say, if you had to put it into a category, would be a hearty pumpkin. Okay. So that they're they're like right there, they're neck and neck. Okay. And nice. the thing I do like about like microbreweries is, especially with ciders and that, and especially ciders, every season it changes. Every season you can get a different flavor out of it because of the different yields. Okay. And that's where kind of Oktoberfest is the same way. Right. You can get a different like I know I think like three years ago it wasn't as good to me. It was it was still a great drink but it wasn't as good it was it was like a little flat if you will like it but like the last two years of of Oktoberfest from Sam Adams outstanding yeah so that would be that um wait what were we talking about again (laughs) (laughs) we were talking about beer yes But did you past. want did you want me to add to that or did you want me to like Well just... I I I've been throwing out a lot of categories. I didn't know you if had, you had a had a category. I, I do have a category. Um this is a little bit of departure for us because we don't really talk about things we hate on this podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> what is your beer that you detest? This goes back to Mr. X. Okay. We were uh we were hanging out with Mr. X and he had gotten this you know, like the, the mini kegs, I believe it was the mini kegs. Oh, are you talking about the Heineken mini kegs? Or maybe it wasn't the mini kegs. Maybe it was like the bottles. I remember the, I remember the mini kegs. The yeah. mini kegs. But I'm pretty sure it was a mini keg. He got Grolsch. Really? Yeah, and it was just bad. Did he get that from a, a certain vendor and? <laughs> Not I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he might have found it in the garbage because it was just. And I think it was in a dumpster that was sitting in the sun like all summer long. Okay. Like a homeless guy used it as a pillow. It was just bad. Really? I, I I don't know if it's indicative of how that beer normally tastes, but if it does, hot damn, that was a mess. I mean, that was just. Oh, it was. I can still like remember it. And it was just, oh, it was horrendous. Damn. Yeah. Um, mine would be, I have a tie. Killian's Irish Red. Really? Hate it. I oh. do not like red beers. Okay. I, I just, I don't know why. I, it just the taste, I just don't, I guess I do know why the taste. I don't like the taste. Uh, okay. And. I thought you hated gingers or something. No. Nah, <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> no, I don't hate gingers. <laughs> and um, 
I hate Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. I hate Bud. That's like a. If there is a if there is a gathering and they only have Budweiser, I'll drink fucking water. <laughs> I'll drink <laughs> toilet how, water. That's how much I hate Budweiser. I. The funny thing is, the funny thing about Budweiser is, like back in the day, we drank a lot of Bud Light for a while. Mm-hmm. I could drink like an eighteen pack of Bud Light, like it's nothing. But if I was to have one Budweiser, I wake up the next day and I feel like someone did like yeah. a tap dance on my head. I get like rot gut. I I get the shits. My head throbs. I like I end up drinking like gallons of water throughout the day just to like flush it out of my system. Yeah, it, it's nasty shit. Yeah. I don't like it, and I don't think I ever really had. I, I mean, obviously I drank it before because that's how I know I yeah. hate it, but. I, I avoid it at all costs. Yeah, I mean, th- and that's where, like I said, Grolsch was a one and done. I just did not like the taste. But sometimes being a little intoxicated, like if all the Bud Light or all the Miller Light got out of the cooler mm-hmm. and all that's left is a, a Budweiser, and at that point I'm kind of not tasting things, mm-hmm. I will drink a Bud. And th- I mean, we're talking like once every five years that this could happen. And then the next day, I'm like, I fucking hate myself. I like, I wanna, I just wanna like slam my head into a wall because yeah. I'm just a fucking idiot for drinking that. Yeah, it's it, just, it's rough. It's rough. To, uh, talking about like what you know, back in the day, what we used to drink. Like, have you noticed like your tastes have changed or mm-hmm. like I like one of my go tos when I was uh, not of age yet. <laughs> I used to love uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That was when we first really started drinking yeah, and hanging out. Mike's Hard Lemonade. and That and Hooch. Remember Hooch? Oh. That was like yeah, drinking. That, that's, well, oh. that's what you could only get when, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like a 16-year-old girl before prom. We were much. drinking Hooch. Mike's Hard Lemonade. I used to drink it all the time until... You had a few people over at your establishment okay. years ago, and me and Dastardly got a, I, I want to say it was a, it must have been a case of Mike's Hard Lemonade. We drank so much. The next day, I was so sick. I went to work <laughs> at ShopRite, <laughs> but it was ShopRite, so like that kind of thing. I think everyone went to work at ShopRite drunk. I drank there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure you have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the last time I've had it. Cause it was it it hit me so bad I could never like now like looking at it like I get like almost sick to my stomach. Oh yeah, that and uh, MGDs I used to drink. Yeah, you drank a lot of those. I used back to in love life. MGDs. Yeah, back back in the day I I kind of did the college beer thing for a while. You know, Natty Light, Red Dog, the Champagne of beers. You know, Miller High Life. Yeah. Funny story. My cousin used to know a guy who worked for a trucking company, mm-hmm. and. Every so often, a truck would have a pallet fall over, and being the glass <laughs> quote bottle, unquote fall fell over. over. Yes, and you wouldn't be able to use it because there would be maybe like one cracked bottle, two cracked bottles in the the case. It would leak through, so that that would then become fodder for all the employees. Who was it now? Your cousin's friend. My cousin's was friend. he a Gambino? No. No, oh, okay. no, not a, not a shift nose. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, Polish but, mafia. No, no, no. <laughs> Was the Polish side, but not not that. Gotcha. But I for I literally had a pallet of Miller High Life in my garage. That was a uh, really yeah, huh? Yeah. And I think I was only like nineteen at the time too. <laughs> and my parents were just like, eh, as long as you're drinking it here, we don't care. But you're right. Whitey was like, ah. Whitey, did Whitey drink from it? <laughs> Not, Whitey used to be a huge beer drinker, but then once he what had was his, his thing, he um he went Schaefer, okay, and then Coors Light, and then then he had his his medical conditions and he he pretty much stopped drinking. Okay. But he was he was a good boozer. My dad was a Michelob guy. Okay, my dad never really drank, but when he like at a barbecue and stuff, he always had a Michelob. Okay. With the Michelob? gold top? Yeah. With the foil on yeah, top? Yeah, they're pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that but yeah, was I, this thing. Yeah, I drank, I drank a lot of like the college beers back in the day. Well, I think anyone under the age of 21 in the late 90s kind of oh, yeah. went that natty ice, hot oh, yeah. ice. You know, you, you, 
You drank what you were able to get. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much just... That's really what it was. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was cheap fucking beer. <laughs> um, times have changed, so those were what we used to drink. What beers have you now learned to drink that you never thought you would? If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, the Sam Adams beers okay. never really... Thought I'd get into the. I mean, not. I'm not talking about Oktoberfest. I'm talking about like uh, the Summer Ale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another one. Stella. I love Stella. So I never really. I don't know. I just. I don't think I. I, I maybe had one Stella in my life. I like Stellas. <clears throat> That's another go-to if I see it. Like I'll like. All right, I'll have a Stella. But yeah, that'd be one of them. See, I'm on this huge, and one of our other friends. I don't know if he listens to the. Uh, He's one of the older friends that we have. He worked the shop, right? He used to work in uh, like the holistic foods and all that shit. I think. Is it yeah. what's initials? Uh, RM. Used oh. to. Oh. Yeah. He does not like these, but I absolutely love them, and I usually get pissed when we go to places and they don't have them <laughs> when they normally do, mm-hmm. and that is sour beers. I absolutely love sour beers. That's like a new thing for you, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably within say, the past year. Yeah. So and, you kind of went to that pretty, like, out of the blue. And it, it to me, it is like a sweet tart and a Sour Patch Kid fucked, and they made an alcoholic love child. That's the way I can categorize sour beers. They're just fantastic. I don't mind them. That, But for me, that falls under the category of, like, I can have one, and that's I'm pretty much good. Like, I can't, like... Do a marathon with them. I just gotta have like one, maybe two. But oh, see, really... I could, I could pound them down all night. Yeah, but that's that's my. Uh, I could kill them. Though those are just delicious to me. Very nice. Speaking of uh, getting pounded down, getting pounded down, <laughs> we might have a new uh, a new friend here. Well, not our friend, but someone may have a new friend in uh, prison. It's gonna be. Uh... Sucking on a lot of pudding pops. Pudding pops. <laughs> <laughs> and today, it'll be a little bit old news Saturday, but today, Bill Cosby has been found guilty of rape. Three counts, I think. Three counts. Yeah. Well, what they call? They called it an aggravated, Sexual, indecent assault. Yeah. Something along those lines. It's weird because it's Pennsylvania and they're a commonwealth, so like the way that they name their laws is a little different. Okay. But, yeah. America's dad. Yeah, yeah you know what? Too fucking bad. You, you know, you get caught, man. Mm-hmm. No matter how old the crime is, eventually it'll come back and bite you. And, and uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I never liked Cosby. I, I, I never, always thought he was a pompous dick. And, yeah. And he just can't. I always thought he was racist, I, in my opinion. Yeah. He, I uh, just, I, I look at it like this guy was a predator for years and portrayed the all American dad. And it's, well, it's funny I, Hollywood. Yeah, it, it it just shows that like this Hollywood, it, it, like it's like a sickness that these people do it. Him, Weinstein, uh, Kevin Spacey. It's like it goes back to these people who think they're untouchable. Mm-hmm. They think the crime doesn't apply to them, or the uh, the ju- uh, the law, the justice system doesn't apply to them, and they can get away with this crap and. You know, now you're kind of people coming out of the woodwork left and right about these celebrities and oh yeah, and he's old. He's like eighty years old, and I think no, like, he's not eighty. Is oh, he? I think he is. He's eighty years old, and I think for each count that these, um, you know, each count of the the charges are gonna, they're a minimum of I think ten years in prison. So if that's true, he's gonna be he he's gonna be dead in prison. So, I mean... But he didn't plead, right? They found him guilty. They found him guilty, but he's got to be sentenced. So, yeah, he's 80 years old. So he's going to do some jail time, but I'm very curious to see how much time he gets. I could see him trying to say he has some sort of, you know, condition to try to get out on, like, sympathy. I'll, I'll probably say he's, like, a sex addict or something. Yeah. But, you know, fuck him. That's the way like I, I said. I never liked him. I never got his stand up. I just, I never got it. And I've tried watching it. I just, I don't get it. But I was a fan of the Fat Albert and the, and the gang. Fat Albert and the gang? 
that's the only thing I liked of him. Um, another guy that got caught this week that is old and did a crime 40 years ago was uh, the Golden State Killer. Yeah. Or uh, he was he had a bunch of names: um, East uh, East Area Rapist, um, the original Night Stalker. Oh, he the, was the original Night Stalker. Oh yeah, they right. they confirmed that all these things that happened in California. Were attributed to him? They were all him. But really? because they were in separate areas, they all had different names for him. Ah. And this DNA evidence just linked them uh, to this. And it, they, it, I, I, I follow this kind of stuff. I like these like uh, true crime things. So I've been following this for a couple of years. And it's a, it's a big deal. Like just to see how much forensics has come. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, b- uh, back in the day, you if you could get away with murder. <laughs> murder, yeah. Literally, you could. And, and now it's like, you know, you left a fucking scrape under someone's nail or a fucking yeah. drop of fucking blood or semen and your ass is nailed. Yeah, they, I mean, they save it for all these years and it could still, they could still use it 40, 40 years later. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's really amazing. It really is amazing. Another interesting thing that came out this week. Okay. This was a little bit of a shock. Okay. Um, and we don't like to get political on this because politics is something that you shouldn't talk about. We have fans in both categories, yeah. I'd like to say. Yeah. So we don't want to get in there. We don't want to offend people. We don't want, you know, to be labeled as, you know, this or that. But very shocking. And it has caused a wildfire mm-hmm. is Kanye coming out for Donald Trump. I mean, and it is shocking, especially because he didn't like Bush. Yeah. Remember that? He Very, said Bush kills people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and looking at it, you, you look at the media and how they used to love Kanye. They, they would, you know, granted he was eccentric, things along those lines, but he was almost beloved even with his all of his assholeish ways of doing things you know the the taylor swift thing calling himself god yada 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 he had his pretty much a lot of people turned their back on him i mean it's very shocking it, it, this was a very to me very explosive news in the political political realm it is just because of the fact that he's in a world where if you're going against the grain you're looked at like like you're doing something wrong oh yeah you know what i mean like i mean let, let's call a spade a spade here hollywood is very liberal they're very they're, liberal. they're very democratic that's the way that they think a lot of people live in california a huge um democratic state um, same thing with New York where a lot of, you know, other celebrities live. It's a very different world than say Texas or Florida. Mm-hmm. And for someone of his stature to say this is just, it's very shocking. It is. Yeah. You know, I, and it's weird. And again, not to get political, but it almost makes you think like, do some of these famous people, celebrities, um, musicians, you know, whoever, do they, do they sit there and just say that they're Democrats or liberals just because they know it could hurt their career or do they really mean it? And with Kanye doing this is that, could this be maybe the first pin to fall? Where other people are going to go, you know what? It, it didn't hurt his career, and now they change. Well, he just kind of said it, so I guess time will tell if it mm-hmm. hurts his career or not. Because um, Chance the Rapper, yeah, I, I do not know his uh, his albums, but I don't, I don't even he, know who he, he is. He apparently <laughs> said he didn't say that he supports Trump, but did say that he it, you don't necessarily have to be Democratic or Democrat. Okay, so that both of them within. I think a 24 hour period have come out with this. And it's again, like I said, something that's sending shockwaves through Hollywood. 
It's just, it's something that you normally don't see. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's, I don't like the fact that if you're one, if you're on one side of the fence, you're chastised like that. I think, you know, everyone has their own opinion and really shouldn't matter who you like, but don't exploit it. I don't think you should attack. Exactly. That's, That's my thing. Because let's put it this way. Say if I'm a Democrat and I say, you're all wrong for thinking the way I do. It's not America's way. America was set up to be free thinking and this and that. Because if, say, everyone's Democrats or everyone's Republicans, that's essentially a monarchy, a dictatorship, however you want to look at it. It's one ideology that you have to follow. Yeah. So having this, I think, is good. I don't think people should attack it. Um you know, as viciously as some people do, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has their rights. Some people may be against abortion. Some people are for it. Some people are against guns. Some people are for it. That's what makes this country great. I agree. And I think that people need to step back and look at it this way. Republicans may have not liked when Obama was in office. And now Democrats don't like that Trump's in office. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans. Well, I think a lot of people forget that. I, I, I really do. I, I, I think, man, we're really going. Ra- yeah. <laughs> we're going down the rabbit hole with this one. I, I, I think that a lot of people who claim they love America really don't, and I, I think it, it just how I put this. Like you know, Clinton was in office, and I didn't really care for Clinton, but I never really outright said I hate him or wanted them to die. You know, I mean, these are people. Yeah. It's it just... But it's been... And let's put it this way. I think as of late, within the past decade, politics has gotten very vicious. Oh, it, it definitely... It, it started... It I think it started during the whole Bush administration when... Uh, you know, Kerry kind of remember that whole thing—the 2004 election. Like, oh yeah, he I mean, did. He won, but he didn't win, and they had the Florida vote. And all no, that. that was um, no, that was Bush and Gore. Was it Bush and Gore? Yeah, Bush and Kerry was in 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I remember. But I remember with that, like, people were just like they were lethal. With like, they wanted Bush's head on a stick, um, and since then it's just got out of control and now it's god you can't even you can't go anywhere without hearing about someone like hating on trump or hating this one or hating that one well it's gotten it's gotten so bad where like again i'm not a member of it you're not a member of it but if if i was and i put an nra sticker on the back of my vehicle i'd be afraid (laughs) if i came out of the store that my tires would be slashed or my like it's gotten that to that breaking point where it's it just, it's, it's vicious. Yeah. You know, I don't hate on someone who votes the opposite of me, but there's no. people who do. And I just, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I no. don't get it. We all have opinions. We're all, we're all Americans. And it's just this day and age, man, you know, it almost makes me miss that time after, September 11th, when you just saw American flags on every single car. Oh, yeah. Like, you talk about, I never seen a, this country come together like that. I mean, it was, in, in, a, in a, such a big tragedy, it was kind of nice seeing just everyone getting along and just like, you know, we're American. At the end of the day, we're Americans. And it doesn't matter who you voted for or what you like or what you don't like, we're Americans, and that's the end of the story. Now it's just... And that's what kind of scares me. It's like a civil war going on. Yeah. And that's what scares me because I think if there wasn't ever ever (laughs) another tragic event like that, I think that where we came together, I don't think we're going to. I think it would almost divide us more. It will. If it happened right now, God forbid, absolutely, there'd be a civil war in this country. Yeah. It really would. Um, Well, we're going to end this here. I think it's a good time. On a cheery note. On a very cheery (laughs) note. Uh, Thank you for joining us for the ninth straight week. I think we're doing pretty well. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC. Follow us on Instagram, 
bull ring PC. If you um, see us on iTunes, please rate and review. Yeah, please rate and review us. Uh, we're trying to get more listeners. Tell your friends. Tell your family. I don't think we're that offensive. <laughs> don't you know? Don't be shy. No. So uh, and your kids need to learn the word "fuck" every once in a while. So yeah, why not with us? Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, any last words? Bye. All right. <laughs> bye, bye.